what kind of things are there? Obviously, there's the there's the multinational pit area, which That's, I believe yes, in the is barn. In the barn. That is in the barn. Yeah. Um, and the Brits were in a good old fashioned gazebo for some British camping in the weather. Yes. It's bog standard marquee. Uh, yeah, we put in fact that's what we've been doing today. If we put the marquee up, yeah. Have you got my pit? You got my pit space saved? <laughs> There's plenty of room for you. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. I want the yeah. premier one right at the front. <laughs> Six, that's that's Mr. Halliwell's. Oh, is that Halliwell's? Yes. All oh, right. I suppose he is the gaffer, isn't he? <laughs> he is. Yeah. So obviously, being a Euros, it's a massive, massive event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe this is the second one mm. um, Robin Hood have done. Were you involved in the first one? Did you yes. help with that one? Yes. Any lessons learned from that one that you've you've put any changes into how you've done things? Uh, not particularly, because it didn't go too badly, the first one. No, it was quite well regarded, yes. wasn't it? I mean, it's a bit more relaxed for set up this one, because obviously with the dirt track, everything had to be done in a couple of days before the track had to be prepared in a couple of days before the event. Yeah. Rollered watered every day onto the astro track uh we use it more often and it's it's easier to prep right. it doesn't need obviously it doesn't need roller in and watering no have they done anything to like clean the astro or is it just brushing? it's just had a, it's just had a good a good brush a blow off with the leaf blowers yeah as we normally do so it does sound good mm-hmm. um so camping-wise, there's there's quite a lot of people, I believe, have expressed interest in it, haven't they? So there's going to be a good atmosphere on the nights. Yes. Yeah, it should be good fun. Yeah, it should be good. I know uh, Mick Craig's planning some sort of gazebo <laughs> village to party in. Have yes. You got, have you got any anything wonderful and wild planned like you do at the International? Like, you know, you do like the loot around the outside or... Um, uh, I don't know. The, I know you don't probably won't be able to do the loop, the ring of fire because of the, the crops and stuff. But have you got anything planned? Uh, no, we might have a bit of entertainment on Wednesday night. Okay. A bit of music and a bit of a bit of something, but uh, yeah, we can't we can't really do the uh, loop because the, because of all the carpet on the outside of the end of the straight. Oh, because yeah, the blue stuff. Yes. Yeah. And there's that many nails in. The pipes i don't fancy moving them yeah fair, no. enough. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough so with the um obviously we mentioned the crops and the fire risk where do we stand mm. with like barbecues and stuff i think james has put a pause out on that unfortunately we can't have uh barbecues or fire pits because oh. uh, the next field is literally a week from i think the yours are going to finish and then james is going to be harvesting so would it just right. be like gas, gas barbecues or, or, or... A gas bar- that gas barbecues are fine. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, if you, when you get there, you'll, you'll see the, the crops are uh, are not even green. They're all very brown because they're quite dry. Yeah. Where did yeah. we cut down? Yeah. And I think James said there's a national warning out for farm fires. I so, think there was, yeah. I saw something yeah. like that. I know a couple of people have had fires. Yes. That have been and in the news, is, haven't they? Yeah. And we're literally a couple of metres from... I feel what's quite quite vulnerable so you know you've got the the compound set up for like gluing your tires and things like that mm-hmm. um, i saw on the the timetables that you, you've actually got a provision there for transmitter impounding yes is that is that regularly used nowadays with 2.4 gig radios or is it just something that's historical or we had this discussion with uh, on the meeting with paul on monday uh, it is historical, and I think he said the last time, and it was 2009, 2008? Yeah. Last time they had one. It's in the rules, but they have a team managers meeting when we get there, and they suggest not having it, and then everybody says yes. Okay. So we don't, we won't have one. Yeah. So I think they used, the last time it was really used, was it the Worlds at, um, was it the Worlds at China? They had it. I know Paul says they've done a world without a transmitter compound, the last one. So yeah, I know no, the, the last one was, but I think the world's in China. Was, that's where Martin Owens got, uh, we'll use the words lost. Right. But yeah, that's it, where it, it was. Yes. But yeah, we haven't had one at the Euros for over 10 years. No. Yeah. 
Okay, so you've got so that'll be missed out. So what happens in the? I also that was another thing I noticed. Well done for bringing it up. There's a team managers meeting every every day, every yes. morning. Yes. What what else? What sounds really bad. What is does he talk about every day? It's just dis- discuss anything what comes up during the event. There might not be much. Yeah, yeah. Which mainly what we've got planned. So it's not what you guys tell them. It's just where everyone can just say what they want to say, just, sort of thing. Instead of having a driver's briefing, because obviously we've got people with different languages. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we tell the team managers get told what's happening, and they give it to, information to the drivers. Yeah, perfect. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Yes. So um, yes, all the all the tiring. Obviously, we've got two marquees up now. One for the scrutineering and tire impound. Oh, tire gluing. Sorry. So yeah, one for pitting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It'll be great to see um, a, a Euros back in the UK. Um, mm. Be great to see people being able to to come over and experience our our tracks. Who's um, mm. your money on? Let's have a cheek. Let's have a cheeky. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that this week. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my money on the line and I'm gonna go with. I, I, you can't go with anybody. I'm gonna go with Craggy. I thought you might. Yeah, I just. It's you know, a is a good just, on two wheel drive. I think there's we were discussing this. There's about four or five people who could win two. Yeah, and Neil's got to be one of them. Yeah, yeah. I think four wheel drive. You've got to be talking Bruno. I think if you look at the warm up or Olowski. Yes. Whereas Olowski was faster at start, but Bruno got faster and faster all, and he don't. That's the first time he's run on that track. Yeah. It's obviously Michael's done the odd lap round, Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you've either got to go crowd of the Brits. I'd love to see. I'd love to see a Brit win it, obviously. Mm, yes. Um, but I think. You can't really court. You can't really count out Lee Martin either. No, you certainly can't. He's done enough laps around that track in the past. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, uh, it's got to be Neil or Lee from the British drivers. You'd have thought was the best yeah. chance. So who's your money on then? You can't have Neil. I've already, I've already, I've already taken him. Oh, that's not fair. Uh, <laughs> you'd have to say a second favourite, probably Michael's got a good chance. Go on then, Russ. Who are you having? I won for two wheel drive, um, Craig Orlowski and Tommy for the for a for for a top three mix up, whichever way you wanna oh, wanna right, look at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um four wheel drive, uh, I think you're right and I think Bruno Coelho, if he if he continues the way he was at the at the at the warm up with gathering speed. I mean, you got to remember, off road isn't his class. He, his thing is on road, you know. And he comes. Yeah. And, I know. I know he does enough to qualify for these meetings, but it's not really something he does a lot, you know. And his car looked epic. Mm, you know, that's the only thing. Up. That's the only thing Bruno said about the track. Uh, we asked him what he thought. He said, "Could it be a bit smoother? <laughs> <laughs> a, bit, a bit more on road? Yeah. 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 Can we just sort of, can we just sort of flatten it out, get some tarmac, yes. um, and we'll yes. all run touring cars? Yeah. No. Yes. Um, I'm gonna, throw, I'm gonna, you know, for four wheel drive, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Tommy. I'm gonna say he's got a, he's got a, it's an outside, outside shop. Do you not com. think we're putting too much pressure on him? No, he's. You know what I mean? I know he does. I know his time will come, mate. We can't rush the, mm. you know. I mean, I've, I've, I've said this a couple of times. I don't know if I've done, I don't know if I've said it on this air. So forgive me if I'm repeating myself. Mm. You know, everyone, you know, look at Tommy and Elowski, think, oh, they're only kids. But I was watching a, a video in. With Pete, the of the 2015 Worlds, when when Rivkin won with the B6 prototype, Alowski was in that final. Mm. That was seven years ago. You know what I mean? Which so he's been that? the 2015 one, uh, Yatabi. Yeah, that wasn't a B6. It was well, it was the B6. It was the B6 prototype. Um, B5 with a red gearbox. Okay, uh, whatever. It was. <laughs> it was a. It was a. It was. It was the forerunner to the B6. Um, so it was a B5. <laughs> no, because if it was a B6, it's right. Well, if it was a forerunner <laughs> to the B6, it was a B5, wasn't it? It was a red gearbox. Uh, whatever. Anyway, mm. um, I'll, I'll edit a little bit of that out so we don't repeat ourselves five or six times. And Husky was in that final. Mm. You know, so Tommy everyone judges cool. things. Oh, Tommy should be doing better than this against Zalewski. He's been at world level for the last seven years, and Tommy's just just, just getting up there. You know, so there's no rush. There's no rush, but we'd like to always like to see you do well, Tommy. So. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. 
So are you uh, just helping or are you competing as well, Huge? I'm having a go. Hey, you You're deserve it, go. mate. You deserve it. I, mind you, I suppose all your work's done, isn't it? Like, well, I'll, I'll refresh, I'll, my mind. up until my after the end of the day, though. Eugene <laughs> Well, we we had this at the last one, obviously in 2015, where yeah, our stuff should should be done by the weekend. Yeah. Uh, then we hand it over to the Efra timekeepers, refs, and and Paul. And if nothing goes wrong, we should have a very quiet week. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, the thing is as well, even if it does go wrong, I bet there's a massive gap in between each race. <laughs> so there's, if you, some, you, you know, yeah. so if you've got a problem, you need sorting. You probably got an air before your next run, haven't you? Yes. There's some. There's some gaps built in. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we're not going to be having to pump the track clear of water or get the magic sponges out. I think from looking at the um, the schedule, there's a minimum of an hour and 15, isn't there? Yes. Between each round. Yes, and I think there's a lunch gap as well we can use up. Yeah. If we have to do. Yeah, Paul's got yes. it now. He's been doing yes. it. Is it. If it rains, have you tried yellows on that, on that surface in, in wet? We certainly have. Yes. What are they like? Say, so if you just put your wet car out with wet with yellows on, what's it like? Well, obviously you can't use your wet car because the chassis are marked. But oh, of course, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> it's it's not as bad as you'd think. I mean, obviously it's a lot slower, but the car is it's drivable. Yeah. Uh, but it's, obviously you're slower if you're on silvers in the in the wet. Yeah. So, yeah, we've done a fair few. It's why we had to replace a lot of the Astro from last year. Because the bold Astro had no grip on it in the wet yeah. with yellows. So all the banking under the TV tower has all been replaced in a few bits at the end of the straight. Wow, I bet that was a big job. Yes. Fortunately, Mr. Helliwell has got a uh, telehandler to yeah. drop the Astro in place. But, yeah, it's a, it's heavy, that stuff. Yeah. Oh, have you got RC? You got RC racing TV as well. Yes, yes. That should be all good. Do they do they get there the weekend or do they get there the day before? Or I think last time they arrived on the Monday because obviously it's practice day, isn't it, rather yeah. than actual. Yeah. So yes, they've got the camera on the tower, and they're in the red and white trailer we had for race control at the last one. Oh, perfect. So yes, they've got little broadcasting suite as well. Yes, they have. Yes, a little. They've got a van amp they've all kitted out. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. Yeah, yes, definitely. we're asking about power today. Well, I suppose if there's no barbecue, people might need power. <laughs> yes. So, so well, we've, we've got a generator arrived today to run the pits because you have to have two power supplies for, national, uh, for Euros. Yeah. So we're running the pits on the generator and then obviously the race control and the bits on the mains. Right, okay. So, yeah, that's because then if anybody trips it from the pitch, yes. it doesn't trip out the race, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Even though we've got two UPS power supplies to run race control. So at the Euros last time, somebody actually unplugged the race control. And the only reason they noticed was because the strip light went off. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else kept running. Wow. Yeah, so, so it's so got a quick switch over. So yes, what's the your... Pre- Go on, try it. Yeah, it's got a three, three kilowatt... Back up uh, power supply. So, so what are your predictions for yourself then, Eugene, of the Euros? Couple of, couple of C finals, you think? I think that a bit. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, the two's very good around there. Yeah. yeah. I struggle a bit with. I'm not a, not a big fan on four wheel drive. But uh, yes, I always seem to struggle with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And In what general, about your, what about yourself, Chris? What, what about your predictions for there? Where do you think you'll be? Oh, there's man. an eye. There's an eye final if it helps. <laughs> Is there a K? I'll have a go at that. No. You've got, um, to, got to be the second half of the second of the A finals. Um, yeah, it's tough though, Euros, mate. Yeah. It's, it's oh, not. Yeah. It's not like a national. It's at a national. It's like every tenth of a second matters at Euros it's like every hundredth of a second matters so I don't know I think last time did I get did I get a H I can't remember what I got last time at Pinarolo but it was one or something like that All right, then, Eugene, you've had your 15 minutes and we're just bumping on to 20 now. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there anything, any message you want to get out there to anyone before we let you go? Or anyone you want to thank, friends, family, sponsors? Yeah, I don't think so. I think think we're all 
All good now. Ready to go. Excellent. Class. Well done. Thanks, so for, do- thanks for doing all this work for free, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's been a busy two weeks off work yeah. to do the Euros. Is Halliwell, cover- <laughs> is Halliwell covering your tyre, Bill? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not, a, not when we've got to do full recommended. He's, he's, he's a, mate, he's a struggling farmer. Yes. We've got, got no money, got to, mate. We've got to buy the tyres there, haven't we? So full, full recommended. Oh, have they, yeah, have they, have they put a price up for the tyres yet? I, I've not seen one. But I know we've had them. We've been delivered today to the track. Yeah. yeah they're normally about. I think if it's re, if it's recommended retail price, it's normally about seven ninety nine a pair, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure what. Yeah. So. Well. It's about that. Maybe you can just sling you a sack of potatoes or something for your dinner. He's got. A, <laughs> he, off, he did offer me some earlier today when we were collecting the marquee. He's got a filth <laughs> a filth fold behind his uh, behind the barn. Oh, excellent. <laughs> oh, behind his yeah. Class. All right, mate. You'll yeah. have to hang up at your end. All right. Thanks for no coming on, Eugene. Cheers, Thanks Eugene. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Yeah. And he's gone. How about that? Yeah. Now, a good, good little catch-up. And, and now check this out in our seamless one-take podcast. On the line right now, we've got Thomas Phipps, superstar, um, just over junior, Schumacher driver. How are you doing, Kelly? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, oh, really not good. too bad, mate. Not too bad. You've kind of um, burst onto the scene over the last couple of years, dude. Yeah, it's been a, it's definitely been interesting. Yeah, it's been a nice experience as well. Yeah, so, we, we, we've already called you the fastest F5 in the country, so well done, <laughs> well done on that. Um, but I mean, you, you seem to be well on your way to your F2 now. Yeah, that's the, the goal for this year was really just to try and get an F grade and and just experience kind of the more competitive side of RC. Yeah, so it's been going really well. Yeah, right, one one more question before we ask you what uh, before we go to this is your life. Um, um, even though you're only 17, it's going to be it'll be probably be a short one. What's it um, like being in the lower heats as an F5 with your pace? Um, it's been it's been interesting uh, to go to a lot of like for example a lot of meetings we've been to in the past. Uh, one that comes to mind was the first time I ever went to Coventry in uh, 2020. Yeah, and they put me in in the bottom heat and the. Uh, the uh, the person who owns it, I, I've completely forgot her name, unfortunately. But um, she she came over to us after round one, and she was like, uh, "Do you mind if we move you up a couple of feet? Because you're intimidating the kids, because you, you're like five laps above them already. <laughs> so you're scaring them whilst you're going round." <laughs> but uh, yeah, recently at the nationals, it's been it's been really good with the ref. It's been he's definitely uh, the ref has definitely helped a lot. But it's harder to pace yourself when you're kind of going round like quite a few seconds ahead. But it's it's something to overcome really for this year. Yeah, brilliant, man. Spoken like a true professional. Well done. Um, do you want to go for This Is Your Life, Chris? Yeah, so as we've talked about it, Tom, you've you've listened before. You know we like to do the uh, the deep dive back into how you started. Yep. Um, and I think you started quite young, didn't you? So do you want to take us through from the start to now? Yeah, so um, I probably I probably the first time I had a transmitter in my hand was probably when I was about four years old. Um, because my dad has flown like remote control planes and helicopters for probably 40 years. So, uh, I got into remote control stuff from a very young age. And then, so, uh, we did like remote control car bashing for a few years and they let me try remote control flying as well. But it, it, it turned out that I enjoyed the cars more than the planes. So, uh, we stuck with the cars and then we moved on to actual racing probably when I was about seven. Uh, with the 18th scale micros and that was at uh, Telford Hot Tracks which is a club probably about 15 minutes from where I live uh, so it was the most local one at the time so we went there and then ended up getting our first uh, 18th scale micro racing car which would have been about 2012 yeah. uh, so it was 10 years ago when I first started racing So, and have you ca- ca- continued to race right the way through? So no, I mean, it's, I, it's definitely been it's definitely been a uh, big gaps in between. So I remember you as a youngster a couple of times at Midlands and um, yeah. at Dudley as well with the, with the, like I say with the micros. Well, I think we were onto the GTBs by then, so that must have been like 2014 something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I did that. Uh, so I, I probably stuck with Telford Hot Tracks until I ended up taking my first break. Um, but then probably 2014 ish. Uh, we started going to Midlands Raceway because Dad saw it on Facebook somewhere and he was like, oh, it's only an hour away. It's another indoor venue, so we can go there. Yeah. So we ended up going there. 
and then I saw tenth scale, and I was like, oh my god, that's awesome, because it was bigger than the car we had at the time. Yeah. So I thought it looked amazing around that track with like the jumps and everything. So it probably it took a bit of convincing to get a tenth, uh, but eventually we we got one, and that was it really. I was just I was hooked on them. So what was your first tenth car? I think it was an X-Ray XB2, which was probably quite uh, new at the time, because I think they only started making them around that time. Um, but it was bought secondhand from someone at the club. And, probably uh, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a car for sale every two weeks, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah he, he always keeps swapping. It's, it's, we always have a laugh with him. Yeah. He always keeps swapping chassis every week. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then, obviously, you did that. How did you find? How did you find the change from the the micros to the the tenth? Because obviously, they're a lot smaller, four wheel drive, a little bit twitchier. Mm. How did you? How did you think you coped swapping from one to the other? I think the tenth felt easier to drive because it was a lot bigger and it was a lot more forgiving as well. Because you could kind of you carry more speed with it. It just it reacted a bit slower as well, so it was it was easier to get around. And uh, I just I just love driving them. Uh, because it was just it just felt quicker than the micros really yeah so then so how long were you running the x-ray for uh until i took a break i think we stuck with that uh so that was until about october 2016 all right okay so you hadn't really been in it long before you had to before you had a bit of a break no no obviously was it girls cars uh, it was it was starting secondary school, so I started year seven in in that year, and I was getting like fifteen pieces of homework a week. A week it was ridiculous, so I just I didn't have the time to to race anymore. So we just packed it in and never really intended to come back. To be honest. All right. Okay. And then, what sort of what was the trigger for you coming back? Uh, it was just purely coincidence. It was uh, the summer holidays in two thousand nineteen, and we were at our local town centre car park about to go. Um, and then someone recognised us from Telford Hot Tracks, so we had a catch-up with them, and they mentioned uh, whether I'd start doing RC again. So Dad had actually kept the uh, the micro stuff. He sold the tent stuff originally, but he kept the micro stuff. So because I didn't really have any other hobby at the time, I thought, well, I'd, I'd like to give it a go. It sounds sounds like a really good idea. So we started going back to Telford Hot Tracks again. All right, okay. So back into it. Um, with obviously. I guess you had to get another tenth car, didn't you, if you'd sold your others? Yeah, so we we stuck with the micro for a few months, and then someone from Telford Hot Tracks offered us to go at their tenth at, my, at Midlands Raceway again. Yeah. So we went back to Midlands. It was it was really nice seeing everyone. And then like, I remember Lewis Lewis Hopkins. He got really quick all of a sudden because he'd just started when I quit, and he was rapid around Midlands, and I couldn't believe it. So when I first drove someone else's tenth there. It just, I just loved it. I just, I couldn't believe how much fun the 10th was. So we ended up getting one about a month later after going to Midlands. An X-ray again, or? It was uh, an associated B6.1, I believe. Oh, uh, so second hand again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, back when it was the original 6.1. Yeah. 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 You went through a bit of a transition, didn't you, with them? Because for a while you were running both cars, weren't you? You were running the, the Schumacher as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Schumacher was... We first we got our first Schumacher in uh, last year in October, I believe, or November. Um, but when we first got the tenth again, it was just associated for about a year. Yeah. Um, and then through the first COVID lockdown, my dad got me a six point two without telling me. So then we went back outdoors again, or when we first started going back racing again, uh, and I, I had two cars, so it's a six point two and a six point one. Oh, it's a wet car dry car. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't not have one car because he just loves having spares. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the dangers of being a professional mechanic, isn't it? Admittedly, <laughs> yeah. admittedly, we know he's not a car mechanic, but yeah. that is the downside, isn't it? <laughs> is, is, you're gonna. I hope you don't embarrass yourself here. He's an, he's an aircraft mechanic, isn't he? Your dad. Um. Well, he was until RC racing took off, and he just doesn't have a time anymore. He's, he's constantly in the garage tinkering with the cars. <laughs> So he, he hasn't he hasn't been out for flying for ages, unfortunately. Uh, so in this nice weather, he's been spending the time in the garage, just just working on the cars, and I, I can't thank him enough for it, really. Yeah. Now I think I think Russ meant his day job. His day it? job, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. He works on planes all day, yeah. 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 
So do you do any work on the cars yourself, or is that totally Dad's job, or you know, are you painting the bodies or gluing tyres? Um, well, the furthest it's got so far is, is changing wheels and putting the battery in. Other than that, I don't do anything else. Uh, he literally does everything. Live the dream, mate. I know, yeah, it's, it's great. You can just turn up driving, that's about it. Well, I suppose it's not a bad thing when you've got a guy that, you know, on a Monday to Friday, repair, like repairs and makes sure air, aeroplanes are safe to go into the sky. Yeah. I bet he's got a pretty pretty good attention to detail on the cars as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great to be honest. It's it's just he, he just loves working on things, so it's it's great because he enjoys being a mechanic. So it works both ways. Yeah, I suppose it's nice nice way to spend some time together as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of a lot of time together, which is nice. So yeah, so going sort of full circle back to the micro because I know me and Russ have both got one, and I know you. I don't know whether you had one or whether you've still got it. The um the little lossy mini bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. You so you went. You still got full yours. circle. Uh no, we ended up selling ours uh recently, um because we were just going to stick to the tent stuff. So we just didn't have the time to really run the mini bit. You're allowed to have a toy, mate. <laughs> yeah. I well, know it's hard to, to differentiate. Yeah, yeah. It took me years to figure out that you were allowed to drive cars in the street and not just on the track. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I don't drive cars <laughs> in the street. I can't comment on that. Yeah. Um, no, I just, we, I had one just because they looked cool. And for racing, you know, a Friday night or something, just to just have yeah. some time. They're definitely, they're definitely interesting to drive. It's like... It is literally just a mini tent. It's it's really weird. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I, I, that, you, you can't describe the driving sensation any anything other than that. Yeah, you know they might look small, but they go over the bumps just as good, and they turn yeah, in the yeah. same. And yeah, that's that what I couldn't believe. It just it, it didn't even feel that bad to drive. It, it felt really nice. Yeah. Okay. So you're also. I mean, I went up there the other week, and I know you're quite a regular visitor to the. The Potteries Club up in Stoke. Yeah, yeah, we've been going since it really started because um, we're quite good friends with Chrissy, like the man who runs it now. Yeah. Um, so we've literally been going every week, uh, and it's just been really nice seeing everyone, just trying to support in, in whatever way we can, just by going and trying to help people when we're there and everything. Just it's, it's been really nice, it's been really nice Friday nights, just chill, relaxed, just get to talk to people. Yeah, I think I said it was one of the best best Friday night. Yeah, clubs I've been to. I, I enjoyed it when I went up as well. It was really good. Yeah, it's just it's really professional how it's run there. They do a really good job. So I definitely recommend it on, on a Friday if anyone's wondering. Yeah, no, it was really, really good. So as well last year was obviously all the lockdown stuff, but you yeah. did a couple of the Sooms, didn't you? Yeah, so we did Telford, uh Southport and Robin Hood. And most yeah. of them ended up being wet meetings, so I think Batman. most of them over the series did, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was only Robin Hood that was dry, I think. Yeah. So, how did you get on in those? Good learning experience. Was would that have been your first, I suppose, big meet? Like, yeah. I suppose you'd call it maybe. I suppose it wasn't the nationals for the year, wasn't it? It's just yeah. an unofficial one. How did well, you, you find it? As that. It was really weird seeing like loads of drivers we'd, we'd never seen before from across the country because before that we'd just done club meetings you hadn't even done so yeah, got you know either had you then because they've, no. they've, they've started later yeah 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 so it was it was definitely weird seeing loads of new faces because we got so used to, to club level and, and just seeing the same people every week and then when you go to the Zoom it's like there's so many different people you've never seen and then the margins in between the times are ridiculous as well I couldn't believe it because originally yeah. I thought three seconds was close but then apparently 10 positions was like a final. Oh, no, sorry. 10 or one second was like the difference between 10 positions. It was it was a massive eye-opener. Yeah. Yeah. That's the... Uh, and that's obviously led you into, I believe, your first nationals this year you're doing, aren't you? Yeah. So we're doing uh, Midwest regionals and nationals this year. Yeah. And how have you, how have you found that the step up into nationals with it being a little bit more probably a little bit more serious would you would you agree with than yeah. the than the sooms yeah have you found, have you been doing anything different to that changed anything or have you just sort of i think uh, same i think I, I think over the over the winter the indoor season definitely kind of taught me a lot about myself and the, the cars and everything so when we came to the nationals it was 
I definitely felt like a different person to what I was in the series. Yeah. In what way would you say more confident with the car and knowing yeah. what you were going to do with it? Yeah, probably a lot more confident. Um, but it was just uh, just my inconsistencies were, were still prominent, unfortunately. But yeah. recently it's been getting better. So it's, it's all I can aim for really is just to get more consistent. Well, that's it. I suppose it's all well and good being able to do. You see, Russ will tell you that it's the fastest lap that counts. Yeah. I'm not saying it counts, but it definitely does help. Well, um, but I think it's all well and good being able to do a, a lap that's three tenths faster than your next person behind you. But if you can't do that for the 16 laps or the 12 laps or whatever it is you've got to do of that track. Yeah. You you end up crashing and you're 20 seconds slower than the person yeah. behind you, isn't it? Yeah. And do you think that's just coming? Obviously, I know, like you said, when you started, you were a bit younger. Obviously, 17 now, maturing. Do you, would you think that's down to maybe having a different outlook, being a bit more mature with the racing? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, it's just a. Uh... You just kind of you start to realise more and more that actually you're trying to get around for five minutes rather than trying to be the quickest person there. You're just trying to get around for those five minutes and, and put good runs in. Yeah. And so of course that's yeah, what sorry. counts, isn't it? That's the that's what counts in the nationals as well. Yeah. It's that consistency. Yeah, it was it was just insane seeing the margins in, in the timesheets. I couldn't believe it. Because you stood there watching with, with your phone in your hand, you're watching the, the high repeats and you're just seeing you're looking at the average lap and hoping that it's going to be like a hundredth below yours. It's it's crazy. Yeah. And then like, what was it about? And when, who was it about? And they went out and they did, or was it Southport? I think it was. And you look at your lap times and they're like, well, well, I'm, I'm doing a mid 23. That's not too bad. People around me are normally doing that. And then you're watching the A final and they're talking about like Lee Martin or Neil Craig or, or Lowski or somebody. Yeah. And they're going like, they're doing like low 21s, almost touching the 20s. And you're like, how? Yeah. Just, like, their cars are just faster down the straight, mate. And that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else. <laughs> it's like, how? <laughs> Where is, you know. Where is the three seconds difference? Yeah, you watch them and think, well, actually, my car doesn't look doesn't look that different going around the track. And you look at the time shifts, they're like three seconds, three seconds, three seconds. You, you don't know where they find it. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it's just they're willing to send it and could be out and able to control it in places I'm not. Yeah. But obviously, you know, you're improving. You're getting towards those standards now. You had a good result at Torch, didn't you? With is it the four wheel drive, you had your better result with. Uh, Torch. No, sorry, not Torch. Bowton. Oh, Bowton. Yeah, uh, made the qualified 10th in the seat at Bowton with the four-wheel drive, which I was really happy with, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so that's the, making it up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's small steps, to be honest. It's just, trying to, it's just trying to get a feel for different tracks and different surfaces, because that was a really, really weird track compared to what we used to. Uh, did you yeah, find the, yeah. the grip levels? Low. <laughs> very, very low. <laughs> Yeah. A few people said that it's low, but in a straight line, like an acceleration, the, the grip was there to pull the car forwards. Yeah, it's, it it just feels like you're just drifting around everywhere. There's just you're not going to spin out, but you can't you can't really just put the grip down. It was it was one of the weirdest things ever. You just yeah. you've got to try and line your car up straight for every corner rather than trying to kind of feel your way through the corner. Yeah, you're just trying to line it straight for all of it to try and carry as much speed as possible. Yeah, it's it's definitely a weird old track. It's difficult. Difficult. I tell you yeah. what, mate. You know, we talk about being an F two. If you keep up these C finals, you might be on for an F one. You know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, that would be amazing. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't think that was going to be possible. But yeah, if I can, if I can just try and keep this up for the rest of the year, then that that might be that might be uh, up for grabs. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, C finals. You're definitely looking at getting your F two N, aren't you? With that, yeah. easy. easy. You know. Yeah. So anything other than F5 would be would be would be lovely to be honest. Yeah, and obviously to... because of being F5, you kind of missed out on the Euros this year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we did the warm up, and that was that was interesting seeing loads of oh, like international guys. How did you get on at the warm up? Um, two wheel drive wasn't great because I was just really tired all day, unfortunately. Um, but four wheel drive went a lot better. So I think with the four wheel drive I ended up qualifying ninth in the sea yeah so that was that wasn't too bad would you say you tend to go better with the two-wheel drive yeah that was that's the funny thing yeah i I feel like i'm 
I feel like I'm more confident with the two-wheel drive, but then recently we've been getting to grips more with this uh, L1 Evo and it's been feeling nicer and nicer every time I go out with it. Yeah. Uh, it, so I mean, it, looked, it looked good going around Boughton. Yeah, yeah, it felt it, to be honest. It was... I think as, as the day went on, I was just trying to, to push it more and more and I, was, I ended up getting more pace, which was nice. Yeah. So it was nice to know that when you push it a little bit more, then the car can actually take it. Yeah. I mean, I have got to drop this one on you because from Boughton four-wheel drive, I am extremely disappointed in you. Why? Because you had the opportunity four races in a row, four qualifying runs in a row to stand on that rostrum and shout lapping princess. <laughs> and you didn't shout it when you lapped him. Did you lap him as well? He uh, did and he didn't shout it. Mate. That's your first never, strike, buddy. I'm sorry. I was never warned. If, yes. if I was told, I'd definitely have, I'd definitely have done it. Every time you overtake Jason Green, you have to shout, Lapping Princess. And it's really funny if you do it in the original Lewis Hopkins voice when he was like seven. Lapping Princess! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That, yeah. That's your telling off because I was really disappointed. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, he's catching him, he's catching him. Is he going to shout it? And then you didn't. Oh, really oh, oh. We we went racing to France, yeah, um, and everyone and everyone, all the French guys in his final, and they, every every qualifier, if they were anywhere near him, they were all shouting "Happy Princess." <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, man, he hated us for that. Yeah. He never listens though, so we can talk about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. He's there this week. He's there doing two wheel drive this weekend, Tom. So you? Oh, is he? Yeah. So. I'll definitely be showing that. Yeah, you'll be shouting it. Every time somebody goes past him, just shout it from the sidelines. <laughs> <to watch. laughs> uh, yeah, and he's there at um, Oswald Street. So if you do lap him at Oswald Street, I'm thinking, make sure you shout, scream it so that I can hear it. <laughs> Are you coming to Oswald Street for, um, for, for the, this weekend, mate, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gee, you're going to be knackered one day. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the amount of racing we do is ridiculous. We do like three meetings at least a week. Yeah. Are you going home on Sunday night or are you going straight up? We're not doing the Euros. Of course you're not, no. Sorry, of course you're not. So you come to dominate the uh, the West Midlands Regional then, eh? eh? Well, we'll see. I mean, I saw Ben Pugh was booked in and then Charlie Saunders as well and Lewis, of course. So yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. But the thing is, you look at it, you're in with a real... You're about this. You're about. You know, if you're gonna. In fact, I think we even meant, did, we did this this last week. We've been mentioned five names, and you was one of them. So yeah, I, yeah. Keep, I think got I Keith think in there got a as shot well. At that A final. Yeah, Keith's it's in the mix weekend. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, there's a there's a real a real possibility of hitting that A final this weekend because I know the halls aren't there, are they? They're yeah, not, they're not doing regionals this year at all. Oh really? No, they're concentrating on the tenth nationals and the eighth nationals. And obviously they've got the Euros. I think I think the Worlds. They've the Worlds as well this year. Eighth Worlds. Are they doing that? Uh, oh, no. Wow. Uh, eighth. They're mega busy. They're, they're mega busy anyway. Yeah. Mega busy. But yeah. yeah. So it's all the. It's all go. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make qualifying this week, at the, the regional Tom. Well, it's looking a bit wet again on Sunday, so it depends if you do any more rain dances, to be honest. I know, mate. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. <laughs> you might have uh, had too much luck the don't, last time. Don't worry about it, mate. You showed me the way I'm in the final, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you, when you, you, when you Kit Jones, that, when you Kit Jones and Alexander Haywood just swamped me into that back, <laughs> back left-hand corner, I'm like, what the... I just got... I did exactly the same as you lot. I got up that little jump, I landed, and I gave it full power. <laughs> and and then I did exactly the same as everyone else, and then everyone just went, "Whoom!" It was like, you know, "How is that possible?" So yeah. Did you not have yours turned up as much as everybody else? It was, did? That's the thing, Chris. It that's was as fast issue. as everyone else's down the straight. You know what I mean? I just it's just they're just better drivers. Whether they went into the corner different, I don't know. Carried more speed over the jump, I don't know. But literally, we all landed at the same time, and they all just went whoosh out around me. Or well, maybe it was horrendous. They were all- Maybe they were all meant to be in the A final. I had a ninth place in the second leg because someone dropped out. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it shows your car's got good durability then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The five yeah. yeah, yeah. So just, just watch what you say, man, because I think we're going to be in the same heat this Sunday. 
Oh really? Of course. Well, it should be championship position, shouldn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Watch out. Oh, that'll be interesting then. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to ask him to knock me down a heat, mate. Put him in with the people I, I, I deserve to be in. Yeah. Sorry. You know what I mean? Some, I'm sure there's someone lower than me that deserves to be in that heat. You know, so that you know, I'm happy in the C final heat. Thank you very much. <laughs> that do me quite nicely. It was definitely a good result, though, wasn't it? The tenth in the A. Yeah, it was good. On your way for an F two. It was good. Well, you know what? It was, we were just we were saying about this. You know, my mission this year is to try and get my F two. Um, yeah. And that really helped. It really, really helped. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be a massive so, boost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see, I've I've missed one in two wheel drive. I'm missing another one this weekend. So oh. I've got a funny feeling I may drop to F four. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going the other way. But now you get you get your when well, you get your grade from the nationals. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. No, oh yeah, yeah really recent. Down to F two, yeah. 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 So I'm I might have to rely on four wheel drive. Hey, Tom, I noticed, mate, you've finally managed to drop the black wheels for the super yeah. fast white ones. Yeah, it was it was going indoors. We, we it was uh, a long time. We were trying to get you away from them black wheels, mate. A long yeah, time. I was so adamant of of keeping them, and then as soon as we went indoors, I was like, I can't even see my wheels at like the the corners. It just blends in with the carpet with the hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we just had to slowly <laughs> try and sell the black wheels, and then uh, start to get white wheels. And then when I got white wheels, I was like, oh my god, I can I can see now. I can actually drive around the track and and see the corners. Yeah, just remember, yellow wheels are slower than white. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't want yellow wheels, mate. You don't well, want yellow uh, wheels. To be fair, people have said that it would probably suit my colour scheme more, but then my dad's like, no, you, you're sticking with white wheels. There's, there's no change in it anymore. So. <laughs> well, the good yeah, thing, the thing is with white wheels as well, if you ever go to a race meeting somewhere where they supply you your wheels and tyres, you get white wheels. Yeah. So your, your paint yeah. job needs to match white wheels, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So who's been doing your paints of late tom is it something you've been doing or is it have you been sending them off to get them done by someone uh it's a man uh who regularly attends midlands raceway uh he's called darren malt oh, oh extreme right, yeah. fx on instagram yeah, extreme you FX, want to check yeah. him out yeah. yeah he's done awesome awesome paint jobs love him and then originally we had uh, mark ashworth as well doing ours when we first started he did a really good job as well but I've definitely, uh, I definitely like the yellow, black, and green. It's, uh, I love the colour scheme. Loved it ever since I started. Yeah, it looks good, mate. It looks really good. So what? Talk, talk us through your car then. What servo are you running? What speedo, motor, and batteries and stuff? Um, so servo, we have uh, the Ko. Uh, we recently moved to Ko from highest. Nice choice. Um, and then motor and speedo, we run Hobbywing. Yeah. Because my dad, with the flying and everything, he used to always run Hobby Wing, so it was a, an easy swap for, for him. And then uh, batteries, when the Intellect batteries as well, because they've just been really good ever since we got them. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a nice. It, it all just works really well together. So, yeah. And what mo- what motors are you running in your cars? Do you tend to leave one in, or do you chop and change them for the different tracks? Um. So. Typically, outdoors with a two-wheel drive, we run a six and a half, and then with the four-wheel drive, we run a six and a half as well. Because we try to f- uh, five and a half with the four-wheel drive, and because um, I typically put the power on uh, too much through the corners, so the five and a half would just keep biting in too much, and I kept falling over. So when we put the six and a half in, it just calmed it down a bit and made it a lot easier to drive. Yeah, so. well, yeah, you, you're a lot more into the sticking, yeah, or the trigger, I suppose. If you drive well, yeah, you? you're a lot more yeah, into, it's, yeah, it's easy yeah, to control it's indoors, indoor racing. Yeah, can't get enough of it. It's the best in it, they think. Racing on carpet, yeah. you ain't got to change yeah, your car, it. I ain't got to clean it, just put a bit oh. of carpet off every now and then. All you got to do is just throw tyres at him, that's all you got to do. Yeah, all yeah, day. yeah, just keep throwing tyres on, keep throwing tyres on. Can't get enough of it, yeah. love indoors. Yeah, it's the best, mate. Yeah. In case you don't, Chris likes indoors as well. You know. <laughs> yeah, I can, he I loves can it. Tell, yeah. He loves it. Sounds like he loves it. Yeah. No, I'd I'd rather race outdoors in the wet. Uh, mm. To be fair, I, I used to honestly be scared of that because I was I was terrible at driving in the wet last year because of doing so much indoors and dry astro. As soon as it rained, that was that was that was my meeting over basically. Yeah. Then no, recently, I... the the wet's been it's been getting better, and I've actually started to enjoy it now. When driving the wet, yeah, I don't like marshalling in the wet. No, but I don't mind like Kiddy with the last was it the four wheel drive regional at Kiddy? Yeah, I'm 
come down off the roster and Marshall didn't realise the box was wet, sat in it and had to walk around <laughs> with a soaking wet backside for the next two hours. Yeah, that's the so. issue when they when they put chairs out or boxes out to Marshall when it's raining. There's just massive puddles everywhere. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Wasn't <laughs> no, so what made you decide to go over to the Schumacher cars? Because I know for a little while you were... You were trying a few, didn't you? What was the final decision in the end? Um, so we originally had the X-Ray, uh, the Associated and the Schumacher. So we tried all three. And initially, I thought the 6.3 was like, it, it felt really easy to drive straight away. Yeah. But the issue for me was it just it just felt a bit too dead to drive. So then when I right. tried the Schumacher, it just felt more alive. Like it just It just had more steering, basically. So that was kind of the biggest deciding factor. Okay. And was that over the X-ray as well? Because you were running yeah. those for a little while, weren't you? Yeah. Well, the, 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 I mean, to be fair, there wasn't really much wrong with the X-ray. It was just it kind of felt like it was losing a little bit too much speed with uh, the back end. It felt like the back end was kind of stepping out a little bit too much. Yeah. I assume like I felt like it kind of carried that like extra bit of corner speed. So okay. we ended and up going you, with the Schumacher. And are you still running wet car, dry car and a four-wheel drive as well? Or are you proper yeah. factory now and you've got an extra four-wheel drive well we've got a, a shit well we've got three two-wheel drives we've got an indoor an outdoor dry and an indoor uh, an outdoor wet and then recently we did get a, a wet four-wheel drive um so we've got the dry four-wheel drive and the wet four-wheel drive now see russ i told you it was worth having yeah. absolutely mate absolutely didn't believe me it's factory mate though it's factory now though isn't it? <laughs> yeah. factory schumacher you get four cars and yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Hey, just, uh, we've missed one important result here. You you made the C final at the Kiddy National. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a uh, two-wheel drive. Yeah. Well done, mate. That's really good going. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely an interesting day. I have to say that. But making the C at the first national was like it was, it was just awesome. Yeah. I just felt really, really happy to be honest. Yeah, you can't look good, mate. You can't look yeah. good. Felt it. It was amazing. Would you say, Kiddie's probably like your set? Well, I suppose Telford would be your first home track, wouldn't it? Yeah. Outdoors. Yeah. And then Kiddie probably a close second. Yeah, Kiddie's about fifty minutes away, whereas Telford's literally like fifteen minutes away. So we can yeah. just go there as much as we want. Yeah, I know. We see you there. You're there most Tuesday nights, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Did you race last night? Yeah. Did you win? Yeah. Well, I, I TQ'd all three rounds. Oh, here then, we go. Here then... we go, Chris. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, driver's excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all three rounds. I TQ'd all three rounds. I was perfectly consistent. I was I was going fine. And then as soon as the final came, I just started driving like a complete loony and, and ended up finishing third. Oh, Chris does that. You know what? You know what? If you, it's you're right. If you can get round the first corner and then the first lap, everything yeah. seems to go all right, doesn't it? If yeah. either of those two things don't happen, like you get into contact with someone on the first corner, yeah. or you know, yeah. it's all got to be one at the second corner. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So who who, yeah. who smashed you off? Oh, no one smashed me off. I just made a mistake. That was the issue. Oh, no. I was fine all night and then I made a mistake and then Lewis got past so I was about three seconds behind and then Lewis made a mistake so then I got right up behind him and then I tried to go for a move in the air of the, the tabletop in front of the rostrum yeah. so I tried to jump him there landed in front of him and then the car landed really awkwardly and then just flipped itself over oh, no. so ended up losing that position and then another position as well towards the end so but, but it was club nights like that are about isn't it being able yeah. to try new things and yeah Try some craziness every now and again. Yeah, the car the car felt good all night to be honest. It's it seemed to have a pretty decent setup around there. Was Which it you'd hope for the amount of laps we do around there to be honest. Was it dry all night or did the dew come down towards the end? Yeah, it was dry all night, just really sandy because of how hot it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have got I don't think it got too dewy yesterday, would it? No. No. No, it was it was still it was still bright as anything in the finals. So I thought about coming over but then I, I got told I had to go to the cinema with the letter. <laughs> what did you go and watch? Light year. Uh, oh, was it any good? Pretty good, actually. Pretty decent. I enjoyed Jurassic World the week before and 
I, I really enjoyed Top Gun the week before that. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, with your old man being into planes, definitely get him out to see Top Gun. Yeah, he watched it with Mom and two of his friends as well, and he, he really enjoyed it. Yeah, dead good. Brilliant. Okay. Time is it? Uh, uh, Getting more questions, Chris? Uh, no, mate, we've been, we've been through quite I'm a few. I'm just going through what we've already asked him. Um... Anything you want to talk about, Tom? Um, oh, I don't want to throw him under the bush. You can say no, it's fine. You know, anything? Like a, like anything a, what's coming up for you then um, after the after this this weekend? Um, so we've got the regional this weekend, and then I think next weekend is. I don't think there's anything on next weekend unless I haven't seen anything. Um, but we're definitely we're doing all the, the we're doing the rest of the regionals and the nationals, um, and then just probably attending club meetings for the rest of them just to try and keep keep the hands on the transmitter going. Brilliant. Are you, so if you're 17, are you still at school then? Or, or yeah, A level, secondary, um, sixth form. Sorry, should I say? Yeah, it's first first year of, of A levels, and mm-hmm. they're, they're going pretty well to be honest. What are you studying? Uh, economics, psychology, and sociology. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And what sort of field would that lead you into a job doing? Uh, I honestly have no idea. Do you, I just do you, chose do you, them because they just so, uh, they're just really interesting subjects. And, and it sounds like there'd be loads of girls on those courses as well. To be fair. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, psychology and sociology. It'll yeah. be like stuff to do with like the social then, sector and, and, and then, social worker. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so what what are you going to do your degrees in then once you've done your A levels? Any thoughts That's on that? That's the problem. I have no idea. No. It's just uh, looking at different options to do. Yeah, it's fine, mate. Don't worry about it. I still don't know what I want to do in my life, and I'm like nearly 50. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, cool. All right, then, mate. So we go for the famous questions then, Chris? Yes, mate. After you. So, well, it's not going to be a big list to choose from. But of all the cars, so what we'll do is we'll throw in, if there's ever been a car that you've seen that you really liked, that you... Um, would have liked you to have pick, had you or you've had a go well. with um if you could have a go with like take any car to a track tomorrow what car would be your first choice uh honestly i've I've always really thought eight foot has looked awesome a dad would never do it because he said uh after doing like the nitro planes and helicopters he said he'd never go back to it again no i've seen like We've tried e-buggy once, and that went that went fun. That was that was really fun. That was with a uh, Chris Eli's e-buggy last year, and that was awesome. So yeah, but probably I'd probably go with my LD2 to be honest. It's just I just love it. And um, I'm and I'm going to ask you the second question: a famous tr- a famous track. Okay, do I always say famous, Chris? Every week, I think I do. What's your most favourite track? Uh, probably just Telford. I've done that many laps around there. I just, I just really enjoy driving around. You know, it. You know every blade of fake grass yeah. there in that track. Yeah, well, apparently I've I've laid grooves into the track because of, of that many laps I've done around there. <laughs> so if you follow the groove around, then you'll be doing my lines basically. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, mate. Perfect. All right, then, mate. Before we let you go, do you want to say thank you to anyone, friends, family, sponsors? I feel like I've got to remind you, as Charlie forgot last week, your dad. Is there anyone in particular you want yeah. to thank? Yeah, definitely my dad. He's he's done everything for me, uh, except the driving, which I've done. But everything else he's he's done, and I can't thank him enough to be honest. Uh, and then of course the Schumacher as well, picking me up, and it's, I've really loved being a part of Schumacher. Just all the support I've been getting and everything has been amazing. So I can't thank Schumacher enough. And then probably as well, I've got to mention Lewis Hopkins because he's he's been like him and his dad have been so helpful to us ever since we started. We've we've been playing with them for weeks ever since, so I've I've definitely got to thank them for for helping us throughout our journey so far. Awesome, mate. Nice one. All right, then, buddy. We'll let you go because time's ticking on. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Good luck um, this weekend. Of, of um, just make sure you beat Russ. Yeah, I don't. Think, <laughs> I, I don't think he'll have a problem making well, sure <laughs> beating me. I think he'll just be beating me. To be fair, yeah. you know what I mean. But there's nine other places in the A final to have a go for. So. Um, Right then, kid. Um, send our regards to your dad. He's one. He's one of the coolest people to talk to in the pits. I don't know if you'd noticed that, but he, he's pretty sound, mate. No, I'll tell him that. Yeah, thank you. That's really nice. Cheers, buddy. In a bit. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Good See you. And he's gone. Yeah. Instant, instantly hung up. 
Yeah, instantly hung up. Um, but yeah, that no, was actually good. It was really good to. Yeah, it was really good, man. Tom, it was really good. You know, it was good. Couldn't believe it that when he started, he was seventeen at the start. I was like, oh, I can remember when you were like fifteen, mate. That's how old I think I still thought he was like. Yeah. Uh, it's like what, when you look at it's like but, when you look at Tommy or Tommy Hall or like Charlie Saunders, you still you still think, mate, you were like six you, last week. You know what? It's really funny. I found a picture. I was looking for a picture of Charlie um, for last week's. Uh, I don't know press release whatever you want to call it, it was a bit of post on Facebook and all the pictures I found of Charlie he, he, he was like tiny <laughs> like I can't use that picture yeah um, yeah yeah they grow up quick they do apparently anyway let's talk about the real superstars of the show well the question is am I going to maintain my 100% A final record in the Westmead regionals in the 2022 series my, my question is are you going to bring this up every show we do possibly I am yes I deserve it I deserve my five minutes of fame until this well, Sunday when everything yeah, goes back deserve, to normal you deserve five minutes but you've milked an hour's worth out of it now I'm, I'm worth it mate you know okay I don't think I don't think I'll be anywhere near the A final on, um, mm. I think I'll be, I'll be in the C if I'm lucky mm. yeah if I'm lucky so Damn. yeah well, that's it. I haven't been racing anywhere else. So. No, I haven't been racing either, mate, because, um, well, there wasn't really much on this weekend, so we decided to have a family weekend. Where'd you go, nice? Uh, we just, we took Dylan swimming, because we want to get him used to being in the water again, um, mainly because he started his swimming lessons this weekend, also because when we go on holidays to France, it's a big pool, so we didn't want him too nervous when he jumps in and stuff yeah, and then uh, we threw the bikes on the bike rack and we went for a couple of hours bike ride around uh, the bike tracks at Canic Chase oh cool did you, did you do any big jumps or back flips or anything no mate we were with, I was with the uh, a 10 year old and the missus was, so was, was he doing the back flips <laughs> no we weren't on the uh, we weren't on the harder trail was he we like on the oh green Chris trail. let's hit this yeah <laughs> but then I, I kind of what did I say let's drop in here yeah so I found um I found myself really enjoying it. I mean, I'd got a decent bike, but I ended up ordering myself a new bike as well. You deserve it. Through work. You, so des- you deserve it. I, was, I did the old bike-to-work scheme, and I've had a nice uh, hybrid bike. Oh, brilliant. So, that was it. And then, obviously, Euros this weekend. You looking forward to that? I am, mate. I am really looking up. forward to it. Um, yeah, most stuff's done. I've just got to pick a few bits up. Um I think Princess is going to pick me some bits up from pen models that I need that I'd ordered, but I'm not going to have a chance to get over. Um, I've got to what else? What all that I've got left to do is pick my body shells up from the paint and uh, my wheels up as well. Is your um, are your cars all done? You, the new six four is that all ready to rock? Yeah, everything's ready apart from there's no oil in the shocks because I put new seals in and I didn't want to just put oil in for them to swell within a couple of days. And yeah, fair enough. Potentially, you know. Yeah. So they're all in there. They've literally just got – they're not on the cars. They're in the bags with the car. Um, they've just got to be filled up and filled up and bled and bolted on. Cool. So are you planning on getting there Saturday, uh, Saturday Sunday night? Uh, I'm planning – well – Sunday, but not night. I'm hoping. I think it's about a two two hour drive from me, something like that. Um, so I'm hoping to get there about two three o'clock ish Sunday afternoon. Cool. And get us up. Get in the get in the yeah. village. Well, yeah, that's it. Because it's a week long thing. I'll stick the awning on the side of the van. So yeah. at the end of the night, I don't really. Want, I know, like. You know, everybody's trustworthy in the AE, in the tents and stuff and in the British tent. But you still don't want to be leaving high value items just lying around. Um, so I'll I'll put the awning up so that I can throw throw my gear in there overnight and not Didn't have to stress. Get yourself, too get yourself much a about big it. blow up settee for inside your awning, mate. Uh, no, I think I'll just sit on my nice comfy chairs that comfy I've got. Chairs. Class. You know. So yeah, so you're all set then. Cars are all ready. Um, obviously, yeah. obviously you can't glue your tires till you get there. No, um, well, so, well, you can take. I think you can take your own tires for non-controlled practice. Yeah. So for your first, I think there's. I think if I read it right, there's six practices or something like that. Um, 
control practice, you obviously can only run tyres you bought at the event. Same with qualifying and same with finals. Okay, how do they mark the tyres? Well, if everybody knew that, then they'd probably be trying to take their own and mark them the same. It's usually kept yeah. um, a bit of a, you know, a bit yeah, of a secret. Okay. I know at, um, at Pinarolo, they used a nail varnish. Yeah. To, and they marked it so that the rubber met up with the the wheel. So they marked it over the wheel and the rubber. And then at Reams, they branded the side wall of the tyre with a soldering iron. Yeah. And they put a sticker on the inside of your rim and put a, a mark, a specific mark for that day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, unless, unless you know what, what collection Paul Worsley's been buying this year's nail varnish out of? <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't know. Oh, class, mate. You, you got to be excited, mate. I mean, you, you know, bump into um, a load of old faces as well, like Ewan's going to be there. and Yeah, know. I am, because obviously there's been a few times where I've had the the sort of, I've been in the lucky position where I've been able to, to travel abroad to race and stuff. Um, now, I'm not trying to say that I've been the best of the best or I've even done, you know, remotely well, but I've enjoyed it. But you do, you meet some, uh, you meet some people and, and due to COVID, not being able to travel to meetings that are abroad, you know, you do miss some faces that you haven't seen for quite a while. So, yeah, be be good. Be really good. Class, man. Well, then, dude, do you want to thank the sponsors then, mate? And we'll look at um, letting our listeners go. Yes, mate. So, as always and every week, thank you to CML Distribution, to Schumacher Racing and to Will Speed Racing. We couldn't do it without you guys each week. The prizes at Christmas are a great bonus for our listeners to win. So, if you haven't, like and share this so that you get in with a chance to win those at Christmas. And also head over to uh, various sponsors' websites and see what wares they're offering cool and also thank you to the listeners guys thanks very much for getting involved with the podcast thank you very much for for liking and sharing and and, uh, you posting the group really enjoy every one of them Um, if you want us to interview someone in particular give give us a shout and we'll we'll see if we can get them on for you that's it we'll see you next week Um, standing guest next week and no standing host next week um, because Chris is going to be the hero so we might try and get a roving report for 10 minutes with Chris on Man, uh, good luck if you see before, don't speak before. Good luck for you guys, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah, have a good time. See you later.